Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey everyone, welcome back to another amazing mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today I'm going to tell you about a really cool story that happened while I'm on vacation here in Europe. Yes, I'm still in Europe. This few weeks in Europe this summer has been like the greatest experience of our life, not just from an enjoyable standpoint, but just from a standpoint of learning so many things about ourselves and learning so many things about people and traditions and everything else that we're going to take home with us. And this story that I'm about to tell you is one of those things that we're going to take home with us. And I wanted to share with all of you because it's a story that snaps into perspective how people think, but how they don't take action. And so I think you're going to find a great lesson in this story. And I think you're also going to be able to use this story to help explain your quest for wealth so that you can then create greater impact to other people that might be judging you for the quest that you are on. It's a story of making a difference instead of making a judgment, quite honestly. Now, before I tell you the story, I just want to remind you guys that the applications for the 2019 Mastermind are pouring in. Listen, here's the real deal. If you're a traditional entrepreneur, like an online business, a storefront, any kind of business that falls under traditional entrepreneurship, and you are in the multiple, multiple six-figure range, and you want to learn once and for all how to break past that seven figures, or if you've just barely crept over seven figures, you want to know how to get into the multiple seven figures every single year, year in and year out, then that's what this mastermind is for. Now, my website has a million reasons why it helps get you there. But you got to go check it out yourself. Even if you're just curious, even if you just want to be nosy, go check it out. Go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Again, fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Check it out. Shoot me some Instagram messages if you have questions. It's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Chris W. Harder on Instagram. I always respond back to those. I love the questions and comments I get on the mastermind. And if it resonates with you, make sure you click apply. Because I'm starting to go through all these applications when I get back to the States here pretty soon. And I'm going to start lining up the phone calls to see who's in and who's out for the 2019 class. I know it sounds like it's far away, but it's really not. A few months away. All right, so on to the story. Lori and I were in Spain, or are in Spain, I should say. And we were sitting having lunch in this beautiful square. And there was a table of women on vacation, the next table over right behind us. And I overheard them having a a loud conversation about somebody who must have had a lot of money. And what caught my attention was I heard one of the women say, oh, they have these $60,000 watches while people are starving. Do you know how many people they could feed instead of buying those watches? And of course, that's where I perked up, right? I'm like, ooh, a money mindset story happening over here behind me. And I started listening a little bit. And they went on and on and on to talk about how there's people starving out there. And and these people with this money, they spend money in all the wrong places instead of helping these people. And I'm sure that they meant well. But all they were doing was judging. Now, this is the part where I give you a disclaimer so that you don't miss the message and think that I'm judging too. So let me start by saying, number one, I am not about to brag 
that I gave a little bit of money away to somebody. And number two, as I tell you this story, I'm not judging them because I know that everybody is on their own journey and that we're all at different places. Now, I'm just telling you the story of this huge aha moment that I had that unfolded right before my eyes because I want you to learn from it too. So no judging, no bragging. I don't want you to miss the message. I'm telling you this story to help create this breakthrough aha moment for you. I also understand, by the way, that these beautiful women, and a lot of people for that matter, they just don't understand perspective yet. Let me explain what I mean by that. So to a regular everyday family with a regular everyday budget, I absolutely acknowledge that a $60,000 watch seems really, really expensive and like a huge waste of money. Except I want you now to put yourself in the shoes of somebody that has $100 million or somebody that has $500 million or somebody that has a billion dollars. That $60,000 watch is not even the tiniest drop in the bucket. That $60,000 watch does not affect whether they can donate a massive amount of life-changing money or not. It feels that way to the everyday family on a budget. Of course, I acknowledge that. But to the person that they may have been talking about, it probably had absolutely no bearing on how much help, how much impact they were able to still create each year based on their income and their net worth. So here's what I mean. Let's say that the person they were talking about gave $50 million away this year towards a good cause or good causes. Do you think it really would have made a big difference if they gave 50 million, 60,000? No, 50 million is 50 million. And by the way, having a $60,000 watch wouldn't have stopped them from giving 51 million instead of 50 million, or wouldn't have stopped them from giving away 50 million, $60,000. Like it's, it's laughable. It's such a drop in the bucket compared to the impact that they are probably out there creating that it just doesn't matter. But you see, people don't understand that perspective yet. And so I certainly acknowledge that perspective has a bearing on how we think and what we say. But now here's where the story starts to really unfold in a cra- just in an interesting way. Right after I heard them talking about, you know, the wealthy people that are spending too much money on things and too much money on, on watches, mind you, while they're on their European vacation. And sitting there with all of this judgment in their hearts, even though they meant well, because they would always follow it up with, do you know how many mouths that could feed? Do you know my people that could help? A beautiful woman walked into the square right at this time. And when I say beautiful, I mean, I can tell she had a beautiful soul, but it was also very apparent that she was both mentally and physically challenged. And it was also very clear that she was homeless. Except the only reason I noticed her in the square of, I don't know, probably 10,000 people everywhere as I sat there and had her lunch, was that I heard this loud, amazing, angelic voice start to sing. I mean, I thought that this was a person with an amplifier singing into a microphone in the middle of the square. Both Lori and I stopped what we were doing. We looked up. We're looking all around. Where is this voice coming from? It was I have chills right now talking about it was angelic. It was loud. It was like nothing I had ever heard before. Matter of fact, if ever there was somebody who was going to walk onto American Idol and win it hands down and be that beautiful rags to riches story, it would have been this woman. 
And so I'm looking all over this giant square. Where is this voice coming from? It's the most beautiful thing we've ever heard. And we see her. We see her limping. We see her waddling. We see her in her outfit that helps paint the picture that she's likely very homeless. And she's holding this little cup out while she sings the most beautiful thing we had ever heard in our life, literally. And she's holding this cup out, holding that, hoping, helping that people passing by come and give her money. And so as soon as I locked eyes on where she was, I grabbed my wallet. I pulled the biggest bill out that I had in it, as we typically do. Because remember, when good people do or make good money, they do great things. And I got up from my lunch table, walked about four or 500 feet across this square to hand her this 50 euro dollar bill. It's about $60 American. Now, right as I got up to her, she saw me coming. She turned towards me and dropped her cup that had a little bit of money in it, just coins. And so not only was I right there to give her the 50 euro bill, but I was also there to pick up her cup, put the money in it, and hand it back to her. And it just felt like this, this beautiful moment, you know, the dichotomy the, in this moment that I was able, a, a person of means, to be there, not just hand her money, but to be able to pick up her cup and put the money back into it and hand it to her, saying, I see you and I respect you. And by the way, wow, the most beautiful voice I've ever heard. Now, this woman did not speak English, obviously, because we're here in Spain. But the way I looked at her and the way I communicated to her with my, my energy and with my acknowledgement, I know that she got the message. And when she saw the 50 euro dollar bill, she immediately got the biggest smile on her face. She immediately, you should have seen the expression that came over her. And I could tell that she had one of the, the greatest moments of gratitude Remember, she just gets a few coins here and there as she sings with the most beautiful voice I've ever heard in my life. And I'm not even exaggerating with that. But she only gets coins. Coins from this person, coins from that person. And so I'm guessing she does not make 50 euros in a day of being out there singing and begging. Now, remember, the point of the story is not that I gave her a 50 euro bill. The point of the story is coming up. So... I, a person with means and several very, very expensive watches because I happen to like watches, got up from my lunch, physically walked 500 feet across the square, gave the woman the largest bill that I happen to have in my wallet, and even picked up her cup for her to put the other money back into it and look at her with acknowledgement of, I see you and I appreciate you. While this other table of women behind me that were just chirping about how people of means spend way too much money on watches and things and could be helping other people eat or helping other people have a better place to live, they just continued to sit there and eat their lunch. Now that's okay. Most people don't get up from their lunch and walk across the square to go give somebody money. But a couple minutes later, she went around to everybody who was sitting down at this great big square And she would hold her cup out after singing some of the most beautiful songs that everybody got to enjoy. And she would kind of gesture towards you as she walked up to each table. Do you have anything to put in my cup? And when she came up to our table, she gave the biggest smile and put her hands together saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And when she went to the table of the women who were sitting there preaching that 
Everybody with money is spending it in the wrong places and they could be making such a difference and helping people eat more. They brushed her off. They had their opportunity to live what they were preaching. Give some coins. Give anything. While you sit there on your European vacation, enjoying your lunch out. But they gave nothing. They had their opportunity to do what they were talking about. And they did nothing at all. No, they just went on judging other people. And then they had two more opportunities. Somebody else with a guitar came around playing a little bit of music. And then, of course, held out their hat. And they gave nothing. And another person came up, I'll be honest, gave no entertainment, no value, just asking for money. And, of course, they gave nothing. So my point is this. Am I judging them for giving nothing? No. Plenty of people in that square gave nothing. And everyone gets to choose who they want to give to. Whoever moves them, then they give to them. And if someone doesn't move you, that's okay. But these women who were judging people of means had the opportunity three times to do what they were saying people with means should be doing. And that is helping somebody eat. Helping somebody have a little bit better life. And all three times, they turned down their opportunity to do so. And so I tell you this story so that you can understand that there's a lot of people out there judging. There's a lot of people out there talking. There's a lot of people out there preaching. But all of that adds up to absolutely nothing in the lives of people that actually need a handout once in a while. What adds up are the people who have a few extra dollars to be able to give in the moment where somebody shows up that could be given to. And so I hope this example really shows that when good people make good money, they do great things. And I hope this example shows you that you are going to do the exact same thing when you have the means to do so. I ask you, do you want to be one of the talkers or do you want to be one of the doers? Because I certainly know what my answer is. And that is when good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.